the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Michael Harrington. Tomorrow, President Trump will get down to the big topics, North Korea, and trade with Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. But today, the latter man welcomed Mr. Trump on day one of a 12-day tour. The two men played a round of golf and dined privately with their wives. Don't look for Mr. Trump to tone down his criticism of North Korea while in Asia, either. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton reports. The president has used colorful language in response to North Korea's nuclear tests, talking about fire and fury and being locked and loaded. White House National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster was asked if the president might modulate his rhetoric while overseas. I don't think the president really modulates his language. Have you noticed him do that? And McMaster says the president's rhetoric isn't the problem. I've been aware of the discussions about, hey, is this inflammatory? Now, what's inflammatory is the North Korean regime and, and what they're doing to, to threaten uh, to threaten the, the world. Greg Clugston, the White House. Shalane Flanagan has become the first American woman to win the Women's New York City Marathon since 1977 this morning, potentially ending her career with her first major marathon victory. Jeffrey Kamwar of Kenya won the men's race. Princes and generals are amongst those arrested in a shocking anti-corruption investigation in Saudi Arabia Saturday. The most prominent among those arrested is Prince Al-Walid bin Talal, the billionaire Saudi prince, he owns one of the world's largest yachts and has investments in all sorts of Western companies such as Lyft and Kareem, which are these ride-sharing services. He has investments in uh, Citigroup and News Corporation and Apple. So that's just one of the uh, several dozen people who have been detained overnight in Saudi Arabia. Correspondent Aya Betray. America is back on standard time this morning. Daylight saving time comes back in March. More on these stories at townhall.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, and we're ready to talk gardening with you. Just call us at 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll free outside of San Antonio, 866-308-8867. So, uh, well, gentlemen, what's going on today? It's a pretty day here. Well, the nursery is beautiful. We've got yeah. a lot of blooming plants and uh, that Calvin talked about in his article yes- in yesterday's paper, my essay, Section C. And Kevin uh, wrote, wrote a little write-up on snapdragon, stocks, alyssum, ornamental kale, uh, 
Dianthus. Dianthus. There you go. I couldn't see the D. And calendulus in, in containers and flower beds. Then the feature was about the, the uh, cyclamen and the pansies because they're, they're kind of the uh, pansies for full sun and, and caladiums for uh, cyclamen for shade are the, the, probably the most spectacular ones to plant right now at this time. And yeah, Jared, the, uh, Milton and I were looking at those big pansies. They're awfully pretty. Uh, the, uh, going out that they've got the colossal, I guess is the name of it. Colossus. Colossus, yeah. I could I couldn't see the uh, couldn't find a tag on there that said that, but uh, uh, they they're definitely the biggest pansy I've ever seen. Big pansy bloom I've ever seen. And they got a clear face too, huh? Yeah. Yeah, because the old in the old days the majestic giants i guess right, they were right. were big but they had a they had a face monkey face and milton and i were sniffing them yesterday they yeah. do have a fragrance they do have a, they? yeah they sure do yeah yeah strong uh, fragrance even milton could smell it was yeah. it a good smell uh, it's a good fragrance yeah oh yeah so uh, and of course the classic plants for fragrance blooms for fragrance in the this time of the year are the alyssum and the uh, stocks, well, I guess we got to add sweet peas, too, because sweet peas we can grow by seed, and uh, mine are doing pretty pretty fine. They're blooming already? Oh, no. Oh, okay. That's yeah, they're just, they're just coming up. They're just growing. Yeah. Yeah, they're a, they're a little unpredictable. You know, I always, every time I write about them, I say they don't like, cold weather or they don't like hot weather <laughs> so it's got to be right in kind of the middle yeah kind of a, a moderate temperature and uh, well we in texas we go from highs yeah melting in the shorts this weekend yeah to, uh, uh last weekend. i think it, i think it's supposed to cool off next weekend oh is it yeah okay hope so but uh and that, that makes plants crazy but I'm I'm glad we've got finally got uh, cool enough temperatures, nighttime temperatures to have our spinach spinach along. Yeah, yeah. I went ahead and uh, bought another 24 plants. Jerry and I were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. The spinach are the, it's the most popular green, one of the most nutritious, um, and uh, but it's not as it's not as productive as some of the other greens, as chard or some of those. So you need to few more plants if you're going to meet your needs for your family and i i generally say but 24 plants are not too much too much too much in my garden that's three rows well you uh, putting them apart uh, I, I just put 12, them a, a 12, foot, a, foot 12 apart 12 inches apart yeah. okay and uh, i put a few in uh containers oh yeah they do they always the yeah containers. they they always seem to be more a little more productive in the, in the containers yeah I guess they get and you don't have to bend thing. over to pick them up. That's right. Them, pick That's the right. It gets more and more important as the older <laughs> I get. But uh, but that and they're a pretty plant too. So, oh yeah. So dark green. Yeah. If you're if you're uh, into uh, container vegetable gardening, uh, spinach is a good addition. Well, uh, one one, th- one thing uh, we're going to change on the spinach uh, growing. Is that uh, we're not going to, because the varieties are switching so often, 
we're going to start calling it spinach, uh, you know, just the plain spinach like we do, kind of like we do. Well, we, do, we don't we do cabbage. We do uh, uh, some variety of cabbage. But, uh, uh, in fact, Dr. Larry Stein, who works with the spinach producers uh, out uh, southwest, uh, brought uh, brought them some brought the uh, producers some seed. Uh, he was doing a variety test, and uh, they were doing it on a large scale. So when they got through planting one variety, they just dump it in a bucket. Well, he had a five-gallon bucket full of spinach seed, all different all different hybrid varieties. And so rather than just throwing that away, we're going to start seeding seeding those different varieties in, in, in the, in the uh, you know, to grow transplants from. Hmm. So, uh, so you're no telling what you might get. Yeah, I know it. Well, Is the, there much variation in the, the different no, varieties? No, in the In the test plots? No. So... Uh, we're going to see how that works out. But uh, to be, because we're doing that, uh, we, we'll, we'll uh, just call it spinach or winter garden. Some people want to call it winter garden spinach, but I think the winter garden is, which is what they used to call out southwest, southwest uh, Texas. Now, if you uh, planted your spinach, a batch of it early like I did, uh, you may have lost some of it, and Jerry was reporting because oh, yeah. of that. Uh, you know, I can't understand it, but the spinach is not like 90-degree <laughs> heat. We, uh, lost, we lost 95% of our uh, first planting. I didn't lose that. You know, I did, of course, I some a little teeny vegetable garden, but I lost about half. And now, though, I think it's it's kind of perked up and looking good and, put, and putting some growth on. Yeah. So I thought it was time again to... Uh, uh, get some more and f- fill in my garden. Plus, uh, Milberger's got a nice load. Oh, good yeah. Looking good looking spinach. Good looking spinach. But well, sometimes we don't realize that uh, if we can't grow it in our garden or have trouble growing in our garden, the, the transplant producers are also having trouble growing it in their, in their containers at, at the nursery because of the hot temperature. Now we we replanted after we lost ninety five percent of them, after the cool snaps came through, and we we get we got ninety nine percent of them to live this time, just a just a difference in that temperature. That mm-hmm. that spinach mushroom is is really really sensitive. I'm becoming having a more more and more pre- appreciation, better and better appreciation. Well, you used to be a hard nosed about. Wait, wait, wait yeah. on spinach, and then you kind of liberalized a bit. Well, they, they tried. They they started growing early spinach transplants because, uh, and uh, so we started talking about it. Uh, we we used to say people that planted from seed, and I guess we I guess we could say the same thing about people planting from transplants. If you go out in your garden and walk around your garden twice and feel sweat on your on your forehead, don't plant spinach and because that, it's just too hot. That uh, 
Oh, when when Milton quits quits, he's still still wearing shorts. It's, it's too hot. hot. Except he goes back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> but you you know the pansies are in that same and cyclamen are kind of in that same. League. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. league too. They don't they don't like that uh, hot weather hot spells we sometimes get in uh, October for sure. Yeah, the growers. Uh, they always try to grow early, early pansies like they grow early spinach. And uh, this year, because of that, those little, we had some several, several hot days and, and several. warm weeks. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, understatement: uh, ninety-five <laughs> degrees, and but they had to, had to throw away quantities of of uh, pansies. Pansy, what do they do? They, they just exhaust themselves, huh? Where they just, yeah, yeah. They just know. they just start looking leggy yeah, and ugly like, and must be June. Yeah, not not not, not acceptable to plant to sell. So uh, people won't buy them. Now, if you want something that's like a little them. more, it's not nearly as temperamental. Uh, Dianthus, they look good over there. They're, they're yeah, that's, really a, nice that's a color. tough plant. Uh, the old uh, time we used to call them pinks. Yeah. But now they're well. In the it wasn't too long ago when you had lavender, pink, and white. That was it. And yeah. Now there's some really intense reds and. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, they're not my favorite plant. Uh, I mean, not Judy's favorite plant for her containers on the patio, because they they have the drought tolerance. Part of that is that they just get make a really tight root root ball. And right. So, and so, you know, when she goes makes her seasonal change out, you dump the dianthus out, if you can get them out, <laughs> and the soil is just... They've got know, all the soil yeah, taken so up, start, huh? You start all over. It's not like, you know, the re- the other plants yeah. leave half the, or most of the soil there. And also, you want to, every now and then, you want to cut dianthus back. In other words, the old dead, dead seed heads on even, the top. Yeah, like the 1st of April. For, yeah, yeah. Then you get might get even get an extra Absolutely. Month. It'll re-sprout and yeah. bloom again. And uh, now they, if, depending on the year, if, if your pansies last through uh, June 1, then you can count on your dianthus to last at least a month longer. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, and if it's a yeah, even if you know it's a hotter month, the pansies might not last till June one, but the dianthus will last longer. They can they can handle the heat. I believe they need to be planted closer to make a show. You know, make a, a big, a pretty display. Because if you just if you space them out, they they uh, well, they kinda, show their plant characteristic more than they do the flowers. Uh, well, I'm kind of content with the. One foot apart for them. But diameter? Yeah. Okay. In a in a row, you know. Yeah. And uh, the, well, of course, the rows are only one foot apart too. So, yeah. So yeah. it's just one by one squares. <laughs> but I I don't use. I like the dianthus. It's not really a good cut flower, but I have a plant planted it this year in my cut flower garden of us. Several rows of them before the butterflies, because it's a good butterfly plant. Yeah, it is. The bees and the butterflies and hummingbirds, if they're around, uh, like those plants. But uh, also, uh, uh, we were looking at. Uh, I was looking at my new, uh, newly released November issue of the 
Millburger Landscape Nursery uh, newsletter, which just came out. And uh, one of the questions that they had in there, we think they came from uh, Calvin, uh, how do we reduce our acorn, cr- acorn crop? <laughs> We're always sweeping them up. And my, <laughs> uh, some of my family used to fuss all the time about acorns. And, uh, you know, the squirrels get cutting the acorns and dropping the, the debris on your car. So you go out and your car top is full of cut acorns. My, my dogs... Uh, especially the the older one has trouble picking off uh, picking up acorn shells in in her paws. Oh, her is that feet. right? Yeah, they're sharp. Oh my goodness! Uh, but I don't I don't quite understand it because the uh, younger ones don't seem to be phased huh. by it. But uh, you know, Maggie, our old old dog that used to come here, uh, she stays on the paths, you know, and stays. In, <laughs> Yeah, another thing that's happening with your acorns, if you're into wildlife. Uh, oh, the deer. Yeah, the deer. You've got then, deer. And then even in all the birds, if you're, where you're in your driveway, where yeah, you drive back yeah. front, or in front of on your road. I do that. White winged doves. Oh, yeah. And uh, blue jays and starlings, and they're all out there. The pecans, they love the best. But, oh, yeah. But it just follows right up with the acorns. So what did we what did we say? Did I say? You said, as far as I know, there's no way to reduce the crop. Acorns are high value wildlife food. Pile your collected acorns where you, the birds, squirrels, and deer can find them. That's your. That's definitely your answer. Yeah. Uh, and Niels Niels Perry got the same same question. Uh, interesting. Yeah. This week, it said. Uh, Somebody wrote in and said, last year we had a, a massive crop of red oak acorns and a resulting massive crop of red oak acorn seedlings. I tried to pick them pick them up as much as I could, but we still ended up having to pull scores of them out. We have another big crop this year. Is there any way to repeat to uh, anywhere around a repeat performance? From last year, it's so bad. I really wish I didn't have the tree. Oh wow! That, that's what set Neil off. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> so, they're, they're wonderful. Oh they? yeah, yeah. They're Jerry and I for the longest time. I think it's probably been our favorite tree to recommend. Uh, Texas red oak. Oh yeah. Grow fast, long lived, nice shape. Yeah. Uh, drought tolerant. Fall color sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah real interesting. Um, Neil says, "Oh, be careful what you wish, what you wish for. But most most years won't be like this. They're they're alternate bearers usually, and you have one of the finest large shade trees in all of Texas. Acorns are a tiny price to pay uh, to pay for having having that good you know, good shade tree. You know, I, I don't. I've never had a." Uh issue with the uh, seedlings coming up i was think trying to think of uh you know i never i went through my two acres you know if i found five or six 
red oak seedlings, I'd be surprised. Now, Your squirrel must be eating them all instead of burying them. Yeah. That could be in the birds. But, uh, you know, the hackberry, I mean, I can go three, yeah. three steps to find <laughs> nine or ten hackberries. Uh, and so the... And I got live, live oaks, and, and of course you get your, you get the suckers off the roots, and yeah. I get a lot more of those than I do the, off the acorns. Neil had some good ideas. That uh, I have several large red oaks in our landscape, and we use the power blower to get in many of these acorns out into the open ground where they can be scooped up and mulched uh, into the compost. Uh, said I also put a two-inch layer of shredded l- tree leaves, uh, or finely ground pine bark mulch, whatever I have available, around my shrubs and in my beds. The acorns fall into the mulch and can easily be hold or pulled out. It's much easier than trying to pull them out of a tight soil. Yeah. So that's true. But usually the squirrels bury them in that. Uh, they bury them in a, in a looser mix. Yeah, they yeah. The, and the, their favorite seems to be uh, containers. Yeah. The sad thing about it, when you see the top growth, let's say an inch tall, it's already put out a root that's got a that's maybe four to six inches long down into the soil. So you want to pull them as soon as you see them. Yeah. You know the easiest another one that just puts out. Hundreds of seedlings is ligustrum, but the ligustrum is kind of satisfying because it doesn't matter how big it is; you can just kind of yank it. You kind of yank it. Oh, out. it's got a kind of a fibrous yeah, root a system, huh? Central, yeah, not a not a massive root system at all, so it's yeah. easy to pull. But uh, hackberries are hard to pull, and I uh, pecans are hard, real hard to pull too. Hey, let's take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road right here on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. It's getting cooler, and that means it's a great time for planting. It means it's a great time to head on over to Millburgers, too, because this week you'll save on some of your favorites. You've waited so long. Now here it is. Cyclamen are on sale at Millburgers in the 4.5-inch pot for just four eighty-eight. You will not find a bigger or more beautiful selection of cyclamen anywhere in San Antonio, and they're well-priced at just four eighty-eight in the 4.5-inch pot. Right now at Millburgers Perennials are on sale. You'll save 40% on the one-gallon container. This is the great time to head on over to Millburgers and choose from some of your favorites, including Lantana or Mexican Oregano or Salvia, on sale in the one-gallon container. You ready? Just three eighty-eight. Millburgers also has some of our best landscape shrubs on sale for just eleven eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. Dwarf Yopon Holly, Dwarf Burford Holly, and more. Now just eleven eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. All at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Over seventy million Americans have unhealthy blood pressure levels. Are you one of them? Introducing Berkeley Life, a one hundred percent drug-free, cardiologist-recommended supplement to help maintain normal, healthy blood pressure while supporting energy and vitality. Now for a limited time, try Berkeley. 
life free. Call 800-993-5686. A key to maintaining healthy blood pressure is your body's nitric oxide levels. Berkeley Life helps to boost nitric oxide levels naturally. The breakthrough is from a discovery which won a Nobel Prize in Medicine on nitric oxide levels in the bloodstream. Berkeley Life includes free saliva test strips to see your levels instantly. Now there is a supplement you test yourself and can see it's working. In a consumer study, 91% felt healthier after taking Berkeley Life for just three weeks. Here's Dan, an actual Berkeley Life user. The supplements are easy to take, more energy, more clarity. I don't have to worry about my blood pressure levels anymore. And the results are fantastic. Get your free 30-day supply. Call 800-993-5686. Just pay shipping and handling. 800-993-5686. 800-993-5686. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hugh Hewitt says laws are made for a reason. I'm a rule of law conservative. If you start allowing states to just legislate what they want without regard to the supremacy clause, you're back in the Confederacy. If states get to do what they want, there is no higher law. Really, you don't get to pick or choose. You live in a society of laws or you don't. No one's above them and no one's below them. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. If you're looking for pest control, maybe you've got ants or you're bothered by roaches or with the cool weather approaching, you're worried about what to do if rodents or... People people get bothered by roaches. They do. You don't get bothered by roaches? Uh, I've got roaches, but I don't get bothered by them. Well, we just kind of coexist. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> if you're not like Jerry <laughs> and you want the roaches. But uh, my daughter, she, she's for some, for some reason hates roaches. Uh-huh. I think most people do. And the reason she hates them is because they crackle when you stomp them. Oh. They make a funny. That's funny, the reason she hates them? Yeah. They, Why does she stomp on them then? Oh. Uh, yeah. To get rid of them. If she just wouldn't stomp on them, she wouldn't. Well, there you go. They're pretty, looking, they're pretty gruesome when they fly and land yeah, on you, too. That's, that's uh, the, that's the, yeah, it's like it's like it's a 12-pounder. Ro- ro- roaches have a bad grip. Yeah, or if you open the drawer yeah. and, then, and then it scurries out. like. Or, yeah, if you yeah. got company. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, just ignore the, that dead roach there on the corner. Yeah. All right, well, if you're someone who doesn't want the bad part of roaches <laughs> and don't appreciate them the way that Jerry and some others do, then Spider-Man Pest Control is for you. Spider-Man will come to your house, help you get rid of the roaches. And here's what I like best about Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control. And you hear this time and time again. Uh, they, they look for the, the source of the problem. So uh, they'll look for to see why they're coming in, where they're coming in, and uh, 
look to how to protect you. They can use organic methods if you're uh, interested in that. Uh, so uh, whatever it is that's bugging you, Spider-Man Pest Control has been helping you get rid of it since 1976. GoSpiderManPest.com is the place to look for them online. GoSpiderManPest.com or call them at 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721 for Spider-Man Pest Control. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And again, outside of San Antonio, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. I'm still interested in getting some uh, tomato reports because I'm yeah. just, I'm just uh, not, I still haven't figured out why my tomatoes are cr- cracking. Steve, Jerry and I have talked about the heat and everything, but I'm not sure... Everybody has experienced that. It might be Yeah, timing. I think you're the main one that's had that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no one else has had that experience. Yeah, and I don't, uh, <laughs> it really, really kind of knocks me off my uh, bragging stool well, for like the uh, last well, three years. The thing about it, they don't rot or anything. You can still eat them, right? Yeah, they're, so, they're ugly, though. I mean, they're. Well, you cut that off anyway. Do you okay. peel, do y'all peel your tomatoes? No. Okay. We're not. We're yeah. Yeah. That's that's a Tennessee. Yeah, sissy I thing. think that must be a Tennessee southeastern United States uh, situation. But I'm uh, you know cutting it off. I I cut a very little off, but I notice that Judy. I mean, I mean, there you know, cut the cracks off. Cracks off. Yeah, and it's just like when we do the the dead part of the plant. You know, we're pruning. She she gets a. Substantial border between. Uh huh. Yeah. So, anyhow, <laughs> that. Uh, but we, you don't see you don't see it on the green, the new green tomatoes. No, right? I don't seem to see it on the new green. But, but I'm um, thinking that when they start ripening, I'm seeing still seeing some uh, cracking. But I've got to, I've got to watch uh, closer. Uh, I'm picking, harvesting. Uh, Few tomatoes, uh, and I got I got quite a few on the on the vines, but nothing like last year in the fall. Yeah, of course we wouldn't know, would we? We wouldn't know. No. no. Well, you, last you, year, yes, you uh, was because you last year I so generous with the tomatoes. I carried them. I carried some, some yeah. of them last year. <laughs> now, of course, this, this year we just have to take his word for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this this well, Willie uh, just cracked tomatoes, won't we? Sure. There you go. That's Milton, solved your. That's solved your Milton problem. Milton won't. They'll sit in his in his in his trunk. The truck. Yeah. The, now are these your big fruited tomatoes or are the these big fruited, are yeah. small, small? The big fruited. I'm uh, I'm not getting much yield right now out of uh, the small tomatoes either either variety. But the fruit the fruits on there they're just not ripening. Yeah, and the uh, they're not. Bothered by the, there's no cracking or anything. Yeah, small. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. So if you've got a tomato report, call us at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Ooh, look at that load of cyclamens going out there. Yeah, it's bright a, red. Ooh, yeah. Yep. I think red and white, my favorites. It really, it's holidayish, you know. Yeah. And, and the white is so brilliant. I, uh, the red is brilliant too, but the white of, yeah. uh, really stands out. Oftentimes, still, white is not that. Uh, I bright. still like. I like the single color, and I, I like that lilac. Oh, and, and the purple. There's a lilac, and there's a purple. 
lilac is on this corner here. It's kind of a uh, white, whitish pink, and then the purple is a dark. I hope they're not all gone by the time Calvin decides to buy some. Well, they would, may be. I, I, you know, I planted um, <laughs> lupinbago in the, in a lot of those beds in uh, yeah. filling in, so I was kind of hard pressed. To, and uh, my begonias, whopper begonias, that's to keep it good up. in the containers. Yeah, yeah. I, I finally cut back the. Tall, the bl- I thought those tall blooms looked good, but... Uh, you were vetoed, huh? Yeah, she said, well, you know, if you cut those back, uh, you'll, you know, get the foliage development. I said, you sound like Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> so I cut them back, and, of course, the good for foliage you. developed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm looking through my... my Newsletter. Am I making y'all jealous about not having a newsletter? No, yeah. I don't understand why we can't get one. I don't know. Uh, But anyway, they've got holiday gardening events. And a week from this coming Monday, week from tomorrow, uh, the San Antonio Rose Society will have an abbreviated rose show. What what does that mean? Not, not Not in many roses or... I don't know. What I don't know. Abbreviated would mean a shortened. Is it just one day? Because sometimes they've had it two days in a row. Yeah. Or they've had it. Maybe they just have it in the morning. Yeah. It's a, it's um, a six. I guess Jackie's gone, so maybe they can just... do everything much faster. Huh? Oh my goodness! What? It's only two hours. That's that abbreviated. Abbrevi- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. November the thirteenth, from six thirty to eight thirty. That may be that just evening the o- or morning, the open uh, part of it. Yeah. Evening or morning? I hope it's evening. <laughs> Six thirty in the morning. Those resilience. I ain't going. They're up early. <laughs> I think it's in the evening. That sounds like it's in the evening. But anyway, that's that's gonna be a, a week week from tomorrow, uh, on the thirteenth, Monday, Monday the thirteenth, and it's gonna be at the. Uh, San Antonio Garden Center, which is at 3310 North New Braunfels. And uh, they've got a number in here. Uh, I guess that's for the Garden Center. It's 210 210-313-3371. 210-313-3371. Or you can or you can uh, look on their website, which is sarosociety dot org. And the Rose Society, we haven't talked about it uh, as much as we used to, but uh, they welcome you if you're a real experienced rose grower, or uh, just uh, wanting to start out or check it out. Um, and uh, they welcome both. Yeah. And you can learn a lot. You can learn a lot and have a lot of fun, even if you don't have a huge rose bed. And so, we need to need to hear from somebody from the Bonsai Society. Bonsai. Uh, An abbreviated call. We'll just. Uh, um, yeah. Well, then we don't want Sherry because I don't think Sherry can make an abbreviated call. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, no, I, I, did, I did that uh, on purpose because... you trying to make her angry? Sherry will call. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you aggravate her, yeah. Yeah, okay. We'll have to work on aggravating her. So far, you've off to a good start, <laughs> Calvin. That's good. <laughs> Sherry, she, give us a call. She knows that I have great affection for her, and she 
She would come. She'd, someone she'd called, answer in kind. Maybe I better shut Yeah, up. someone call Sherry and tell her that Calvin is picking on her, so she'll call us at 210-308-8867. <laughs> and uh, on Sunday, about two weeks away, two weeks from the, today, I guess, November the 19th, and they're having a, an abbreviated program from uh, 2 p.m. till 4 p.m. Who's that now? The Preparing Day Lilies for Winter. Huh. Presented at the November uh, November meeting of the San Antonio Day Lily Society at the San Antonio Botanical Gardens Educational Building. And that's 555 Funston. In San Antonio. For more information, you can go on to their website, which is www.sadaylily.org. That's uh, www.sadaylily.org. So, uh, and it's a free free meeting, but uh, it talks about preparing your daylilies for the winter. You can. Uh, uh, how, how do you prepare your daylilies for the winter? Cut it. You, you, dividing you, them, I think. That's take, how you divide them. Yeah, I, 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 I hope that's the fall. case because I wrote a I wrote about dividing uh, them next week. All right. Uh, Did you mention this meeting they're having? I didn't mention the, the meeting, no. But I because he didn't have a newsletter. That's right. That's probably true. Uh, and I, you know, iris daylily. Uh, Shasta daisy, uh, even your your flocks, German carnations, a lot of the perennials, the the, the ones that bloomed in the uh, earlier in the year, uh, can be divided right now. And some of them, like Shasta daisies, if you want them to continue to prosper, to perk up, uh, it, re- it requires that you do a, a you. you uh, cut them into like fourths or and start new plants because it seems to revitalize them otherwise we get a tendency in our soil and our heat to have a bunch of perennials that are called weak perennials that just gradually decline verbenas uh, so anyhow uh check check that out and uh look for the article next saturday in the express news and we'll talk about that too i found a mistake that calvin made in the newsletter <laughs> oh it used to bring you so much joy i know and then he started I, really doing a better job and... i'm i'm excited no good what you got he writes in the in the newsletter says a tree such as sugar maple that is a premier shade tree in new york will not survive in san antonio you think it will didn't Trace tell us that he's selling them? Sugar he's, maple? Not sugar. He's got the uh, big tooth. Big tooth maple. Not no, that's sugar not. Maple. No, sugar maple is asser. Oh. Sack. It's got the sugar in there. I guess I got, green, I guess I got my assers confused, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sugar. No, sugar maple is. Are there Harder. some that believe that you wouldn't know? No, everyone. Another, another name for wouldn't know how to find my asser. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. With both hands. Another, another uh, name for it is hard maple. But, uh, yeah, that's a that's a, the dominant plant and one of the dominant plants in New England and Minnesota and the Midwest. Well, man, I thought I had him. I know. Canada. Well, you know, if you want to find something positive, all your uh, 
when you when you used to just go after him so hard with all these mistakes, it just <laughs> it just made him a better writer, a better, I don't know. a better researcher, maybe. <laughs> hey, uh, let's see. Uh, let's take a quick break. It's a good time to do it. And uh, while we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. Still looking for calls from either Rose Society or, or the, uh, let's see, Day Tomato Lily. Reports, Daylily Society, and Bonsai Society. And someone better call Sherry because Calvin's going to pick on her again probably after Not this. Not me. I don't dare. Yeah, you're a smart man. After this, 210-308-8867, 210 Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. It's getting cooler, and that means it's a great time for planting. It means it's a great time to head on over to Millburgers, too, because this week you'll save on some of your favorites. You've waited so long. Now here it is. Cyclamen are on sale at Millburgers in the 4.5-inch pot for just four eighty-eight. You will not find a bigger or more beautiful selection of cyclamen anywhere in San Antonio, and they're well-priced at just four eighty-eight in the 4.5-inch pot. Right now at Millburgers Perennials are on sale. You'll save 40% on the one-gallon container. This is the great time to head on over to Millburgers and choose from some of your favorites, including Lantana or Mexican Oregano or Salvia, on sale in the one-gallon container. You ready? Just three eighty-eight. Millburgers also has some of our best landscape shrubs on sale for just eleven eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. Dwarf Yopon, Holly, Dwarf Burford Holly, and more. Now just eleven eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. All at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Are you an answer seeker? Join the club today. Find the link to join at the top of the page at 930amtheanswer.com. When you join, you'll also be part of the birthday club. We'll celebrate your special day with a gift basket waiting for you at Southwest Exteriors, an oil change from Belden Automotive, and a 12-piece box of ganaches, truffles, creams, or caramels from Alamo City Chocolate Factory. Join today at 930amtheanswer.com. Sponsored by Belden Automotive, Southwest Exteriors, and Alamo City Chocolate Factory. 930 AM The Answer presents another amazing family values opportunity. For over 25 years, Bracken Christian School in Bulverde has provided an excellent education within the context of a biblical worldview, equipping students to impact their culture for Christ. And right now, a $7,800 voucher is available for only $4,500. See the family values page for the terms and conditions and other great offers too. It's Bracken Christian School's family values tuition deal as seen on 930amtheanswer.com. Here's the phrase of the day, opportunity cost. Opportunity cost is when you missed out on something great because you chose something mediocre. Hi, Larry Elder here. The stock market is up, but you've been in cash because somebody told you it was going to crash. Stop listening to doomsayers. They may be costing you thousands of dollars of potential growth on your money. Call Pax Financial Group, a local advisory firm, at 210-881-5700 to help ease you back into investing. PaxFinancialGroup.com, 210-881-5700. Investment advisory services are offered through Pax Financial Group. Hi, Rose. Thanks for coming over for lunch. Come on in. Ah, thanks, Linda, for having me. Wow, it smells like garlic in here. Are you trying to ward off some vampires? (laughs) Not at all. I recently read an article on the health benefits of garlic, so I'm trying to add more into my daily diet. Why don't you just take Kyolic Aged Garlic? What's Kyolic Aged Garlic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is the number one best-selling odorless garlic supplement on the market today. Notice I said odorless. Oh, really? Tell me more. Not only is kaolic organically grown, but it's aged for 20 months, creating beneficial compounds not found in fresh or powdered garlic. Is there any research? 
Can you believe there's over 750 published scientific studies that prove aged garlic extract reduces many cardiovascular risk factors and supports overall immunity? So where can I get Kyolic? Kyolic aged garlic extract is available at fine health food stores everywhere. Check out their website at Kyolic.com. Mike Gallagher isn't surprised by the media's behavior anymore. And, of course, the media corruption on this is unbelievable. If you're going to report breathlessly on the indictment of Paul Manafort and this guilty plea by Papadopoulos, how do you not include in your media coverage what we found out about the Clinton campaign and the DNC? But they don't even mention it in the media coverage right now. Shocking. The media is corrupt. I know that's news to you, huh? The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 8, right before Dennis Prager at 11 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We talked about the pansies earlier. As the ad mentioned, the pansies are on sale. The cyclamen are on sale, uh, 488 in the uh, four and a half to four to four and a half inch pot. Even before Calvin bought his I big blow plug. You know, it's a game of chicken every year, and this year I, I think don't know Calvin if Kevin's going to feel comfortable getting them on sale. Is the Snapdragons, are they on sale too? No, I don't believe so. They are for sale, but I will check. And uh, the perennials in front of us are on sale uh, in the one-gallon container. That's a good deal. And there's purple cone flowers there blooming yeah. up the storm. Yeah, the, remember the woman that um, was here yesterday asking about landscaping? So she brought those up to me, and she said, would these be good? And it was like... Well, I don't know what you're trying to do, but she kind of wanted an evaluation of them. Are they? Uh, when, were they? She wanted they, a winter. Is she the one who wanted a winter bloomer? Yeah. Yeah. They. They. They'll. They'll last for. Um. Another month, maybe. Okay. Yeah. So they don't go very far in the winter. You know, uh, I always have trouble getting them to. The, you can keep them alive, but uh, the. Timing of the blooming sometimes is difficult to get them, but there's there's folks there's gardeners out there that really have a do a spectacular job with them, and every fall they they bloom. Butterflies love them. Um, Calvin had a recommendation for her um, when she came up, and we can discuss this a little bit. One was to talk to the folks here. Uh, you get, also gave her the uh, water um, water saver landscape. Uh, the flyer for that you had for the class that was coming up next Saturday. Uh, but before we go there, and we'll talk about that in a second, uh-huh. uh, Calvin also uh, suggested Greg Grant's book, uh, which we're forgetting the name. I'm going to go look that up so we get yeah, and I, we do justice. I, I think Greg. Yeah, landscaping Texas. Or, um, I yeah. I really like that book because I like the way. Of course, Greg's outstanding in terms of uh, knowledge of plants. His photography is great. Uh, but the way it's the, the book is organized, it really makes it. Yeah, uh, you know, it's not easy to landscape a whole yeah, property, yeah. but he does it with his book. He divides the property into uh, pieces, uh, kind of a, a natural division. You know, like the shady side yard or the front Home. door. Home Landscaping Texas. Yeah, Home Landscaping Texas. With he and Roger Holmes. Roger Holmes. Yeah, and they it's different scenarios, which is uh, what was really cool. And maybe it was the, uh, you know, if you've got a, 
a front a place right beside your front door that's all shade because it's under a porch or it's under the uh, the eaves. He's got suggestions for that if you wanted to do you know, part sun or it's next to a driveway. or They were kind of just different places and different plans that were really good. So, uh, yep, that's the uh, Home Landscaping Texas. 2004. It doesn't seem like it was that long ago. There's a new edition, got a new book. Though, I think. Oh, good. And he's got a new book out. Yeah, it sure is. There is a new edition. Oh, it came out in 2011. That's the third edition. Well, we'll have to keep looking. And it looks like he was part of a book called Rose Rustlers. Absolutely. With uh, William Welch. Bill and, Welch, yeah. yeah. Bill Welch and Greg Grant that came out in September. So we'll have to visit with Greg. Well, about I can't that. believe that the... I mean, Jerry is the worst Rose Rustler in the whole place, but they must, I'm sure they must write about him in that book <laughs> as an example of the. Now, you can do this, you can do this in moderation, or you can do it the way Je- Dr. Jerry Parsons does it. Uh-oh. I, told, I, I, I guess, Milton, I've told you that story hundreds of times when Jerry and I worked in the same office, and on. Uh, Mondays he'd be off in the field, and I'd come in there, and uh, the places he'd visited, mm-hmm. uh, oftentimes rose rustling, mm-hmm. were calling to to do to uh, recognize his rustling, and to and uh, sometimes complain, and He's they'd re- it all this up, they, <laughs> and they'd refer them to me, uh. and I said, I have nothing to do with the, his supervisor. <laughs> But uh, he took up for his buddy, so he's, he's <laughs> and but it, it's it's amazing when people, and I know Jerry goes went through this, when people found out you're a extension service horticulturist, all everything is forgiven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have you know you're a special a special person if you work for the extension service. We we wrestled uh, other all plants, not not just. Uh, uh, roses, just roses, but uh, the worst, the worst situation I ever had with that was with, with Greg Grant, of course. Was uh, he? He Greg loves crinums, and uh, so we were down in the Laredo Cemetery, an old old cemetery in Laredo, Texas, digging up body parts, <laughs> digging up crinum parts, yeah. digging up crinums in the graveyard. And I said, Greg. <laughs> he said, "Oh, this is good. This is, this will make them spread better. They'll actually bloom better if you do this." I said, "I'm gonna be over here in the truck with the doors locked, and, and you go ahead and explain that to the family member that shows up. Uh, you give them that uh, horticulture yeah, just, definition. You're trying to help them. That that ground was so hard, mm. and the it, it, testimony to grind crinums." Uh, we broke two shovels trying wow. to dig up a bulb. Crinums are tough. Oh, no, they're right, hard, to, hard to dig up. Well, but he's right, right about one thing. You, uh, There's no way you can take all the crinums. Oh, no, no, you yeah. never get them all. And he was right, but I'm I'm wondering if some of the... Uh, some of the people buried there would uh, well, some pro- of the families it of the probably explains the, the, the haunting that you two have been subjected yeah, to that, all that, your life. that may be it 
All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. So what Trace, happened to Tracy? Was, yeah, he was going to join us. Getting set up, and then he yeah. ran like he had to go potty or something. I think he had to get the list of things that were coming in. Oh. Were you all so, going to mention the... Oh, yes, we Oh, are. yeah, 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 water saver landscape. <laughs> so. Thank yeah. you, Jerry. Focus, Milton. Focus. I'm sorry, yeah. There's uh, What Jerry's talking about is the uh, landscape design. School on the 11th. That's uh, next Saturday, and it's at the uh, El Dockles in Stone Oak, and it's from 8:30 to a.m. to 1 o'clock. Uh, $30 per person, and it's a uh, you know it's the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas. They're typical, popular, uh, uh, really a, a excellent uh, landscape school. You get lots of good uh, handouts, material, good lectures on. Uh, uh, environmentally appropriate landscaping and a landscape that meets your family's needs and your property's uh, uh, needs. And you also get to take advantage of uh, some uh, a session, individual sessions that you get. If you've got uh, special problems uh, or you've got uh, questions or you've started a plan and you want somebody to review it, uh, that that's uh, available to everybody. Everybody gets 20 minutes uh, to to bring up those kind of questions. If you're interested, now you got to, you got to register by November 8th. Well, you're you're supposed to register by November 8th, Wednesday, November 8th, and it uh, call or go into the go to the website gardeningvolunteers.org, gardeningvolunteers.org, and they'll bring you into the design school uh, area to register. So that's again, program is on. The 11th, 8.30 to 1 p.m., $30 for individual. What that's this coming Wednesday, right? Yeah, that's the deadline. Mm-hmm. And then uh, $50 for two of you from the same household. Uh, so that, that's kind of that's a good bargain there. Uh, so go ahead and uh, check that out. You can go to the, to the website, Gardening Volunteers website, and uh, just to see more information. Co-sponsored by the San Antonio Water System and... Trinity Glen Rose uh, Underground Water Conservation District. Which we found out was right across the road here from Yeah, Lambert. just basically 1604. The, <laughs> the aquifer knew exactly where the... There you uh, go. Said, I'm not going inside of the loop. <laughs> Trace is up here with us. Good Hi, morning, Trace. gentlemen. Good morning, Trace. Uh, afternoon. Good afternoon, rather, yes. What's going on? There's lots to talk about. Uh, it's, it's a fabulous day. We've got mm-hmm. lots of color. Um, some new stuff that we haven't been getting in. We got in some larger calendulas. So uh, I know Calvin wanted the small ones, but we did find yeah. some big ones. Okay. Big and stocks. I'm debating about uh, whether I... looks to me like there's like eight plants in each of those big containers. And I was think, thinking of filling my... Um, of course, it's easier to plant the, the ones in four-and-a-half-inch containers. Yeah. But, but uh, they had some trouble in the wholesale nurseries getting turning some of those off because of that hot spell, I guess. But they may come. You don't know for sure, though. When they're well, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, but a lot of other stuff's been able to come in now that the weather's cooling off a bit. So really good selection on violas and alyssum, dianthus, dusty miller, uh, petunias, ornamental cabbage, kale, pansies. horse pansies, snaps, cyclamen, primrose. Actually, a really good selection on herbs right now, too. And spinach. Yeah, and spinach. And more spinach coming. Speaking about coming. 
Yes. Um, we'll see if they materialize, but I should have ten flats of Ladybird Blue Bonnets. Oh, boy. Get out of here. Uh, I may be the only one in town with them, but uh, assuming there everything There he goes, bragging again. Ladybird Blue? Ladybird Blue. From? Yes. The yeah. P- yes. Okay. Where did he get the seed? I'm the, seed. <laughs> I'm the source of seed. I don't know. They maybe. must have found some in, the, in their in the stash. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe they've looked at us in terms of our age and they're transitioning to other relationships. Yeah, maybe so. It <laughs> may be a smart thing to do, too. I mentioned the other, another nursery that Jerry and I have worked closely with through the years. That, uh, There's another nursery? Yeah, there, mm-hmm. well, there used to be. Anyway. Uh, and uh, was was dealing with some other personalities, and I said, I said "When did this happen? You know, when did we uh, get disconnected a little bit from <laughs> from this?" And, and Jerry said, "It's been years. It's been years." Oh, <laughs> well, that I, was depressing. Tracy, you want to liven up the? Uh... I don't know where to go with that. Uh, oh, well, butter, you're here now. The certified butterfly garden is outstanding. It is, and and if you just look what around, happened here. Oh, did you go? Okay, you're, we need to get a new cord here. So if you just look yeah. around, Better? we've got so many butterflies just flying around. You can yeah. see the customers pointing at them. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's we we there's uh, queens, there's uh, monarchs, painted ladies, for sure. Uh, we saw. Chan swallowtails yesterday, and and uh, and you can see they're kind of concentrated. A lot of them out in front of us in the perennials and the annuals, but they're really concentrated in the certified butterfly garden over there. The neat thing about that is it's relatively small, compact. It's got a lot of different plants in there, and every one of those plants are available at one time or another at the Millburgers Nursery, so you can duplicate pretty, pretty the plan. Much, yeah. yeah. And there's a few things we we'll, won't have seasonally, but uh, yeah. Well, the porter weed, time. porter weed is not. No. That's a yeah. That's a special circumstance there. My uh, porter weed, my red, the dwarf porter weed got affected by. It must be it's one of those 40 degree plants, I think. Mm-hmm. Now the big one didn't. Yours looks great, but the uh, the dwarf was kind of burnt. I was like, what in the world? Did it freeze here in the middle of my <laughs> yard? So we had a lot of interest. On that same note, a lot of those plants are on the saws package that are actually oh, in the yeah. butterfly garden. So we, we've had a lot of interest in the last few days of the people that had signed up late for the saws package. I, I know Mark was here yesterday, so mm-hmm. we talked a little bit about it. He did. And um, so we're starting to run a lean on a few things, but we still have probably more than everybody else does. So if you still have to collect on a saws package, come on down. Um, we did, we have a lot of trees. People doing taking advantage of the CPS uh, tree rebate, and for those listeners out there, New Braunfels actually does this very similar one. It's a different list of trees, oh, okay. um, and we will help them with that as well. Uh, most, oh. I looked at the list, and a lot of them we have, uh, and so well. they can buy here and take advantage they of can, that. They can buy anywhere because they're submitting the receipt. Oh, cool! And just like this, the the. CPS, they're they're getting a reduction on their water bill. Uh huh. Well, that's neat. So, um, but yeah, so New Braunfels does it, not just uh, CPS. Did you see that little boy with that 
butterfly net in here yesterday. I yeah. did. Oh, isn't that cute? <laughs> he and, was cute. And what was going on in my mind is they're going to the pond. Uh, <laughs> they're going to try to catch something in the pond. <laughs> yeah, he had a fairly short net. A yeah. Short net. But he he was watching those butterflies. I, I was watching him. Yeah. Take off running after the butterflies. He wasn't moving as fast as I do. I almost felt bad. I almost went and got a, a seed pod off of a butterfly vine Uh-oh. just so he could catch something. But I, <laughs> I lost him after that. Didn't, yeah. didn't get a chance to do Yeah, that. I didn't say it. I saw him for a little while here. I didn't. I never saw whether he caught anything or not. No, I didn't see him catch anything. But he had lots of choices. Yeah. The Lantana, boy, if you wanted to see what butterflies like, they love Lantana. They love sail Lantana. Yes, they do. Yeah, it's a 388. Milburgers Lantana. Milburgers Lantana on sale. But they love that particular brand. Even look at the the Dianthus. It's got a lot of traffic. Uh, yesterday, they had uh, even the Snapdragons had uh, some of the traffic. Uh, but Snapdragons are usually not quite as good as uh, Alyssum or the Y'all are, never, y'all are never here early enough to see this, but when I get here in the morning, sometimes i got to fight my way through the butterflies uh-huh. to, oh, get wow. to, wow. to get to the building. What, Very what, cool. what are their favorite plants? They're just uh, everywhere. And right now, they're all in the lantana, kinda, and you can you can watch them just filter over from the butterfly garden. Cool. The wind blows; they just kind of follow the table. We got to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, or come on by Millburgers at sixteen zero four and Boulevardy Road and ask your question in person and hear it on the answer. Breaking news, stimulating talk. This is nine thirty a.m. The answer. KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and your calls at 210-308-8867. Trace is still up here on the porch with us because we still got more to talk about. So let's see. We've talk, talk a little bit about the herbs, too. I was out there. There's a huge selection, and this we kind of overlooked the fact this is a, the best herbs this season. Uh, mints, a couple, couple types of mints, different types of lavender and rosemary. we got the 2017... Uh, herb of the year and cilantro. Yeah. And another name for that is coriander. So summer tech cilantro, summer tech coriander. We've got different types of oregano, uh, different types of thyme, um, sages. I think there's cat mint and. Did you mention dill already? There's dill. Yeah. Okay. I was asking about dill. What about? Did you mention parsley too? There's par- There's a couple Cup- different varieties of parsley. Couple different kinds. <laughs> I see. You even got. Uh, well, what's the uh, the uh, herb that we season tomatoes with quite often? Uh, the, and it's going to seed, basically. It's got the sweet basil. Okay. Ba- yeah, we got plenty of sweet yeah, basil. Yeah, the basil, 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 basil is out, basil? Basil's out I there. I brushed up against that lemon basil this morning, and it was yeah quite uh, and you, and you aromatic. Fra- I was going to say fragrant because you taught yeah, me that word you. yesterday. There you go. There you go. They... Uh, it's not it's not a, really a winter herb, but you can pretty much keep it alive if you you know Judy kind of does it inside outside and uh, starts reseeds and and uh, so you can start new plants and you 
can always uh, they don't live as long as they do in the uh, summertime but you can continue to keep nurse that along so do you just put a leaf or two in your with your tomatoes or whatever not me if it gets in there it's accidental <laughs> Uh, That's Ju- what I Judy say. cooks with it. Yeah, I should say my mama never put uh, leaves in my food. Yeah, for some reason I don't know. I, I don't know, I don't know what to, to say to that. that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I know there's a joke in there somewhere. No, there probably is. But well, we were we were trying. Leaves and food is good. Yeah. Milton and I were trying to uh, see if there's a relationship between. Jerry being bald and uh, his fact that he never had any herbs in his food. Oh, mm. I don't think I think that's genetic more. Than <laughs> yeah, I think more than herbal herbs. related. Herbal related. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yes, Trace. We did start getting in a few of our living Christmas trees. Really things. cool. So we've got some uh, shaped junipers. And we've got the cedar deodoras in. Oh my goodness, that's one of and, my favorite uh, trees. Are they they're not shaped, are they? No, in fact, you can see them from here. They got they're uh, they've got the Norfolk pine look to them. They're yeah. very layered, I, I, real pretty. A number of years distance, ago, I bought one. Bought one. If, if nobody knew any really better, nice from tree. a distance, it's actually got more of a blue spruce look than it does, it does. anything else. It does. And really a nice landscape. Now that it's in global warming too, we may not even be faced with. Uh, in the old days, they we used to expect them to get about thirty feet tall, and then the top would freeze out. And you, you'd still have a nice-looking tree, but it'd be kind of flat. Yeah. So maybe now they'll, they'll they'll have full development to all the way to the top. Yeah. But really, it's a it it's a better. pretty tree, man. It's a pretty tree. Let's see. Well, what, what about uh, the party? Yeah, you want to mention the Christmas party? The the. Uh, are we already oh, in, uh, are we already well, in another already, party? Already December second, second and third. Okay. So we're going to run the train so you get to hear Roger. Uh, but it's his, not going to be the terror his, train. No, it's Christmas banter. What is, uh, what is this Christmas banter? I'm trying to remember. Uh, hooting and hollering. Ho, ho, ho. And, yeah. Yeah, ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. I don't know if he does it. Elves, I, I used to play like jingle bells with the little yeah, that'd be cool. horn and with the bell. Uh, I'll have to see if he does that. He'll be wearing his little Santa hat, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> let's see. We've got the face painters will be back out here. Yeah, balloon artists. artists will be back out. We are going to they have quite the bounce house. Actually, the bounce house is still functioning right I now. Saw so, that. Okay. Kids you know, out if you, there if you get, uh, if you want to come by and have the kids go in there while you do your shopping, as long as they're old enough to be uh, on their own, that works. Um, you can't do like you weird. can't tie them up and throw them in there anymore. No, anymore. that's politically uh, incorrect. Yeah. 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 Uh, we will have the good old days. Chili. You could do that, but both yeah. days. Oh, both oh, days. Historically, it's just on the Cowboy Christmas yeah. on Sunday the third. That, that so will make a, a tough decision for Milton. The balloons. Should he concentrate on getting his balloons, or should he concentrate on getting more chili? Chili. Yeah, yeah. it's a tough decision. Both so are pretty popular. That, that'll go. Uh, that'll be the food bank again. So whatever okay. proceeds we get from that, but we're going to do it both days. And Adam's uh, Adam's supply is helping with that. So oh, good. I want to you know, extend my uh, appreciation to them. What else? You've got already got the the gift the gift tree up. We do, and uh, actually, there's a lot of them already been taken. The employees have gone through. Oh, the angel trees are already. The angel up? tree is oh, up. Oh wow! And uh, I, I'd say at least ten of them have already been grabbed. Oh, that's good. 
Yeah, it benefits the uh, Salvation Army. Uh, actually, it benefit. It's done through the Salvation Army, but who it benefits is there. Uh, people who sign up to to uh, yeah they do the situation where their kids wouldn't get gifts for Christmas and so they they become an angel on an angel tree, and you come by Millburgers and pick one up and then you're kind of adopting go, the angel. You're their you angel. You got to go to the cashier and they got to get a little information from you. Okay. Um, and then it needs to be back by the seventh, I believe, unwrapped. Okay. Seventh of December. Yes. yes. So that's yes. Kind of quick turnaround. They got to get time to get it there and get it labeled and get it fixed up to give to the kids. Well, Jerry and I and Milton traditionally participate in that, too. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, we rely on uh, Judy to coordinate our, <laughs> our purchases. Pick, pick, but you can you can kind of look and uh, see, see the situation. I think you can kind of make a budget decision and a, a lifestyle or family decision. I remember bikes last year were real popular. I think we collected four or five bikes, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Exercise and uh, what a nice gift. Yeah. Yeah. Get get the kids kids outside. That's... that's Do you still have chrysanthemums for sale? A handful. A handful? Yeah. Okay. As long as you like red, I'm good. Oh, okay. I do. No, there, there's a few, uh, few yellow. I few, can see yellows through few here. Few white. Where are you seeing yellow? You can't see yellow from there. Oh, Is under that, the am table. Am I looking at marigolds instead? No, you're looking under the table. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that's a handful <laughs> of yellow. But uh, I mean, did they have them early? We had a bunch of them earlier for Halloween, I guess. Uh, every year is different, but historically, most mums are out of bloom before Halloween. Okay, okay. So uh, that's when we transitioned over into the Merry Mums right. to make sure we had enough pretty yeah, blooming stuff that worked. for All Souls, All Saints. Football season flower, the Mums, always reminds me of, it's, you know, college football. Because a lot of the campuses, especially in the north, were had right. decorated by the Mums. And the mums are on closeout. They're uh, buck ninety-eight, mm-hmm. so they're half price. So what we do have left is uh, definitely a great value, and it's a perennial. Most people don't realize that, but if they plant it in the ground, uh, they can have pretty fall color every year from here on. And here, quite often, you can get both spring and fall color. Right. At uh, a lot of places in the old days, we say, "Well, prune out that uh, the spring." blooms but jerry and i've kind of experimented with it and really you don't there's no, no real advantage you can take you get uh take advantage of the spring blooms and you still get a nice fall bloom too yeah cool all right we had a, had the que- uh, had a question hang on we, we, we got a question on the phone okay ahead. go ahead so we got alan on the line at 308-8867 210-308-8867 hi there alan welcome to millburgers gardening south texas how you doing up, oh, Alan, give us a call back. We lost you. So <laughs> give us a call back in a second. 210-308-8867. Yes, sir. Well, you had? Do what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know I have short-term memory loss? Do you have what? <laughs> <laughs> Three times zero is still we, zero. Uh, we had a question about what to do with the moms. Oh, okay. After after you after they bloom out, which uh, I guess they bloomed out. A lot of them have bloomed out that we sold earlier. And you, like Trace was saying, you don't have to throw them away. 
basically, when the flowers are wrapped up and done for the season, you just cut your plants back to within one to two inches of the ground. I mean, cut them back pretty severely. Uh, and and when you do that, and we've, we've got some at the greenhouse that so we do that too all the time, after they bloom, uh, the, you have to cut them back to make them uh, re-sprout. New growth start at, from the bases of the plant. And that growth will become a stem for next year's plant. Uh, leave the old stem stubs uh, in place to act as markers so you won't accidentally break them. In other words, forget where the plant is. When springs come, those shoots will start to grow very quickly, and soon uh, you'll soon be back in the mum-growing gr- mum business. Uh, if you ever want to dig and divide the mums, those new shoots are your guidelines. You can lift the clumps out sometimes this month and break them in pieces, each containing two or three of those shoots. Repl- replant them immediately in well-prepared garden soil, set them 18-inch apart, and uh, keep it moist throughout the winter. Each clump will lead, will yield uh, three or four new plants. So uh, if you got a big bomb here, I imagine you can divide that in three or four pieces I sh- and I plant probably, it in the soil. I probably should have included that in the in that uh, attention to perennials list too, mums, because they do benefit by being um, uh, cut into different. New plants. But most people are not going to cut them down one to two inches from the ground. That butterfly wants to come up on the porch. Yeah, I think he has a question. <laughs> uh, he wants a donation so he can get a plane ride uh, to Mexico <laughs> for for the uh, dormancy or the hibernation or but anyway, wintering. If you, if you want to keep your mom's, uh, which most people do, they're, they bloom and they're pretty and then they start looking tough and uh, people want to know what to do with it. I like the foliage. The foliage makes a nice yeah. uh, bed. Foliage is nice, yeah. too. And uh, that's why you want to cut them down low so they kind of spread out a little bit. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call. Uh, We haven't talked about this, but since we got Trace, you want to talk about some of the foundation plants that are on sale for 1188 in that three-gallon container? Those are good, sick of deal. We've got uh, two different versions of boxwood. We've got uh, dwarf yopon holly. Dwarf Burford Holly. We have Red Tip Photinia. We have an in, as an in-store special wax myrtle. Oh, okay. Um, Laura Petalum, which is the one with the purpley foliage. Uh, some people call it fringe flower. Uh, and we added a few this week, too. Uh, oh, Ligustrum. Missed that one. Uh, and we added a few to it this week. So Nandina Nana is, uh, is in wow. there. Yeah, all right. good. Primrose jasmine. Oh, that's good. And oleander. Primrose jasmine is sort of the kind of the premier deer-proof plant. It's, it is great. Yeah, you can you tell if you got a lot of deer in a neighborhood because there'll be lots of primrose jasmine planted. And Evan's got that beautiful yellow flower real early in the year. Waxy. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful plant. Drought tolerant. Now, these are things that you're... 
Uh, we can kind of tease this a little bit because you say it on the uh, the web, but it's uh, the last two weeks of the sale on this one. Right, on but those from, two from today we have uh, eight days left. Yeah, so there's still time, but don't uh, wait too long on this one because it's, uh, it's a good opportunity to get some of the plants uh, we recommend a great deal and then uh, save on them at 1188 and a three-gallon. Is, is the standard yule pond? It is. Did you say the standard yule pond or not? No, I did not. Okay. That's an, uh, I was just thinking of that because of the uh, noticing uh, that's another great bird. Oh, we, we do we have plenty a lot of, of plants, them. Yeah. Uh, with the, berries on there. The 10-gallon are loaded with berries. Yeah. Fabulous looking. In- instant wildlife plant right there. And uh, pyracantha, too, is loaded down with the berries already. Oh, so I that's kind of neat. And uh, it's hard yeah, to determine. I guess the I guess it's the paracantha would be oh, even no. more popular than okay. the yopon. It's well, it's there, but it's not I as see. spectacular as it used to be. Okay. For those of you out there, he's looking for the. Uh, I was looking to see the paracantha. Paracantha, yes. Yeah. But we had to have sun for the butterfly garden, and that was unfortunately in the way. And uh, we pointed out that the loquat is in bloom. It is. And um, but y'all had lots of loquat last year. We did, and every time I couldn't find the employees, I knew <laughs> I knew where to go. They were all standing out there eating <laughs> eating, eating those fruit. That's funny. All righty. Well, thank you, Trace. Thank you. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming right up on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. It's getting cooler, and that means it's a great time for planting. It means it's a great time to head on over to Millburgers, too, because this week you'll save on some of your favorites. You've waited so long. Now here it is. Cyclamen are on sale at Millburgers in the 4.5-inch pot for just four eighty-eight. You will not find a bigger or more beautiful selection of cyclamen anywhere in San Antonio, and they're well-priced at just four eighty-eight in the 4.5-inch pot. Right now at Millburgers Per are on sale. You'll save 40% on the one-gallon container. This is the great time to head on over to Millburgers and choose from some of your favorites, including Lantana or Mexican Oregano or Salvia, on sale in the one-gallon container. You ready? Just three eighty-eight. Millburgers also has some of our best landscape shrubs on sale for just eleven eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. Dwarf Yopon, Holly, Dwarf Burford Holly, and more. Now just eleven eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. All at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Hey, it's Mark Davis. If you have a snoring problem, that can be sleep apnea, and that can be deadly. You want the problem solved, but you don't want surgery or the big honking mask of the CPAP machine. Good news. Simple Sleep Services has come to San Antonio with a custom mouthpiece, a simple oral appliance that works. I know because they helped me. So let them help you get back into your bed, back to healthy sleep without snoring. Here's the number, 210-528-1900, 210-528-1900, or simplesleepservices.com. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Christian Faith Publishing helps thousands of authors just like you publish their books with a company dedicated to strong Christian values. To help you get started, we want to send you our free author submission kit. Christian Faith Publishing reviews every book submitted to us, and if your book is approved, we'll edit, design, copyright, protect, print, and distribute your book online and in book stores everywhere. Imagine seeing your book in specialty Christian bookstores, Amazon, 
iTunes, Barnes & Noble, and many others. It could happen, and it all starts with one call to Christian Faith Publishing at 800-566-1012 for your free author submission kit. If you have a novel, children's book, poetry, biography, or any inspirational work you've written, we can help you get it published today. Shouldn't you work with a publisher who shares your Christian values of integrity and honesty? You can get your book published. So call for your free author submission kit right now. Call 800-566-1012. That's 800-566-1012. 800-566-1012. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. While you're listening to your music, there's something else you should listen to. Your body, it's demanding omega-3s, vital nutrients your body needs to stay healthy, and 90% of us don't get enough. Nordic Naturals Omega-3 Fish Oils is America's number one choice. For over 20 years, Nordic Naturals has set the standard for fresh, pure, non-GMO fish oils with award-winning taste. You'll never experience fishy burps with our multi-patented manufacturing process, ensuring you get the freshest fish oil available. Omega-3s are a great way to stay healthy, supporting your heart, brain, joints, eyes, skin, and even your immune and nervous systems. For a sound body and mind, everybody needs Omega-3s. Come into Rhonda's Nature's Way to get your Nordic Natural products with two locations, 624 Southwest Military and 8059 Callahan at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. All right, give us a call. Be a part of the show, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. One thing people need to start doing or have already started doing is getting your indoor plant that you've had outdoors are ready to move in for the winter. Uh, and and what you can do now that we we're having some warm weather is uh, is treat them for ants, ants and insects that might be on them before you move them indoors. And you, could do, you do that better when they're outside on the patio and you can just spray them out there. Um, just we, we talked to... Trace about it, and he said he he liked this bonite uh, bonite bon, I guess is what it's called systemic insecticide granules that you put in the in the plant, and it, it, it's a systemic end of the plant, and it's also will kill the fire ants and things like that in the mix. And you can even use our asphate. 
products uh, for if they're fire ants too. Just, but that that's one you definitely don't want to have. Yeah, you want to be at the house. That's like your well, time. it wouldn't matter to Milton and that'll, I. We can't smell that'll, it. That'll kill roaches too <laughs> in and the it, house. Boy, about a half a teaspoon will do. Uh, or a teaspoon, teaspoon. Uh, teaspoon uh, put it put in the plant and wash down. I don't know. The bonide is. Uh, so you got a lot of choices with yeah. soil insecticides. And if you want to go organic, you can use a spinosad as a drench and just pour it into the container that has the ants or whatever the the critter that you're trying to get rid of. And that's an organic uh, solution that will kill, kill fire ants. We had a uh, listener, we were talking earlier about uh, uh, Diodora cedar, or Cedrus Diodora, um, and we, 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 had, we talked about it in terms of a living, as a living Christmas tree, and uh, uh, the listener di- didn't think as highly of it as I do as a, a tree in the landscape. I've got one growing. I think it's uh, just spectacular. It's got that blue foliage that Jerry's talking about. And the the problem that I used to see was that they they would get frozen the t- when they got t- about about 30 feet tall. The tip, growing tip, would get frozen, and then then they would break off in the wind. Um, I'm thinking that's going to be less and less of a problem now with. Uh, Temperatures uh, staying higher, and uh, yeah, that has to be a pretty hard freeze. Yeah, and because it is a it's a it is a true cedar. Yeah, and uh, so what what we're talking about is it's got it can uh, play the role as a Christmas tree. It's got a nice shape. Oh yeah, decorate it, and then you can plant it. And we'll talk more and more about those. With uh, I'm sure there'll be Aleppo pines and uh, Italian stone pines that'll be that'll, that'll be shaped for a Christmas tree too. But it's kind of a kind of a cool concept because you get double bang for your dollar. Uh, you get a shade tree eventually, and you get a Christmas tree for decoration. But didn't uh, he didn't he say the limbs would blow out or something? Yeah, well, I, th- I think he was he, he was worried about. Yeah, he was thinking that they was susceptible to wind damage. No, I don't think. so. And I didn't. Yeah, I thought the wind damage only came after that uh, frozen growing tip, and yeah. that would break out. Quite common. I mean, in my neighborhood, at least, I've. I saw a couple of them, but it's a popular tree in my neighborhood, too. Oh, yeah. I I had one in my backyard for 30, 35 years. It's it's slow-growing compared to Montezuma cypress. I, 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 loved, uh, I, I loved that uh, Deodore cedar, and... Uh, in fact, uh, the first the first TV program that uh, Steve George, uh, Doctor Steve George, did when he was here was plant a deodor cedar in my backyard in a in a raised bed. Mm-hmm. You know, he, we were talking about how to build the soil up a little bit, kind of make a little raised bed around the the cedar in, in rocky areas. But uh, and. Uh, then my neighbor planted one, 
and his were very successful and grew. Mine died for some reason. I think he kept it too wet. But anyway, it died, and I replaced it with uh, Montezuma Cypress, the, my first Montezuma Cypress. You killed that, too, didn't you? No, no. Oh. <laughs> that thing grew like a weed. Now, and so we were able to compare Deodor Cedar in the next yard oh, to this Montezuma yeah. Cypress. Yeah, it's hard to and find it, anything that can grow as fast as a Montezuma yeah, Cypress. Yeah, it, it grew at 20 to 1. I mean, it was just like... You can sit down and watch that thing grow. Yeah. Now the drought killed it, so and, and it also killed that Theodore Cedar yeah. next door. So you got a lot. Of, you got a lot of choices. A lot of times people are looking for pines, and uh, usually, you know, you have a, what in addition. We, let's see, we have the Japanese um, black. Black, black, yeah, Japanese black pine and the Italian stone pine, the Aleppo, and then uh, Trace mentioned the juniper. That's more of an ornamental, but yeah. uh, if you consider the Deodora cedar and, uh, oh, the I've, I've f- found one, and I think it's quite easy to find the Arizona cypress that has a, a nice Christmas tree shape, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And I've got on one side of my yard, I have that, and the other side, Deodora cedar. Both of them started out. As Christmas trees. Now that's one thing you gotta keep in mind that having a Christmas tree that has the root ball still on there requires that you plan. You have the equipment or the muscle to move it uh, because it's heavy. So it's not uh, well move it. You mean oh you get you get it planted? Yeah, well the plant you plant it, but you. You know, if you're going to put it on your uh, patio, you got to oh, be able to yeah. get it up there, and or in your in your uh, in the living room, you've got to be able to uh, maneuver it. Six Good Lord, my my uh, deodor cedar grew thirty was thirty feet tall. Wasn't yours that tall? Now, but when I pl- when I got it as a Christmas tree, it was only oh six or seven. Five, or yeah, five five feet, I think, tall. Okay. And so, but it was still it's still heavy with the roots roots oh, on it. Oh, okay. Anyhow. But they're, they're pretty, they're, they grow into big trees. Yeah, and they're attractive. I have seen, I did, uh, when I think about it, I did see one that got tumped, tumped over a, uh, uh, in the wind, the uh, base um, a Deodora cedar, but it was the same year that uh, we had a uh, oh hackberries got blown over too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's you know it's it's possible for you to get wind damage, almost any kind of tree that you're thinking about, live oaks even. Mm-hmm. Milton, what are you pressing? I was trying to send you the uh, the website. Oh, okay, because uh, I'm I'm hearing it in my phone. Oh, are you okay? I wasn't sure if okay. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> Milton, okay. All right. So 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. So on the lawns, uh, thank you. What are, are you? What are, are you recommending for mowing the lawn, keeping uh, keeping the grass high in the winter, or, or just I, mowing I, I'm about kinda, the same I'm height? Same height. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the best. That's thing. the 
and uh, that helps control the weeds and uh, I, you know you can debate and debate but I'm not sure that you really there's any research information that indicates that one is more successful than the other no uh, and the neat thing about the the grass at this time of the year when it slowed down, slowed down so much used to you and my, you and most St. Augustine every week and Bermuda too I guess oh, yeah. but uh, now that the temperatures have cooled down a little bit uh, you just keep mowing it at your same height and uh, the the last last time you mow will determine you know after it grows out of the last time you mow will be the ultimate height that you leave it for this winter yeah and i i leave mine a little bit in other words a week or two after i mow uh leave it at a pretty um, a little bit higher than it was already yeah i don't i just didn't mow at the same height now i'm still i think i'm still comfortable with uh Doing a winterizer fertilizer. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. For this, you know, we 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 talked a lot about uh, you want you want the lawn to be in shape to utilize that nitrogen quickly, but I think we've still got time. I mean, the lawn is is growing is as, as strong and uh, true activity. So uh, go ahead and if you haven't fertilized for the the winter, go ahead and get a winterizer eighteen six twelve. Is, is the best one and apply it to your winter lawn it uh it's on sale still is it on sale. still on sale still on sale and it, uh, th- that is the probably the major influence major non-weather influence on how fast your lawn is going to uh, green up in the spring and also it contributes uh, to uh, winter hardiness if we ever get some really cold weather, we will. We'll get, you know, we'll get, at the very least, we'll get some uh, cold spells like we did last year. Yeah. They've got uh, Millburger Winterizer Lawn Fertilizer for, say, 40% off. So it was uh, $25, and now it's $15. It's a, it's a good price. That's a good price. Yeah. $10 off. It's a good product too. You can use it also for your vegetable garden. Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. that spinach we talked about that takes a lot of nitrogen. Yeah. Uh, now the winter annuals don't take as much as broccoli and spinach, but they still need some uh, uh, fertilizer for the winter too. You can't just let them try to make a living out there without any kind of uh, nutrients. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Let's take this opportunity to take a quick break while we do. Give us a call, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming right up live with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. 
It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. It's getting cooler, and that means it's a great time for planting. It means it's a great time to head on over to Millburgers, too, because this week you'll save on some of your favorites. You've waited so long. Now here it is. Cyclamen are on sale at Millburgers in the 4.5-inch pot for just four eighty-eight. You will not find a bigger or more beautiful selection of cyclamen anywhere in San Antonio, and they're well-priced at just four eighty-eight in the 4.5-inch pot. Right now at Millburgers, Perennials are on sale. You'll save 40% on the one-gallon container. This is the great time to head on over to Millburgers and choose from some of your favorites, including Lantana or Mexican Oregano or Salvia, on sale in the one-gallon container. You ready? Just three eighty-eight. Millburgers also has some of our best landscape shrubs on sale for just eleven eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. Dwarf Yopon Holly, Dwarf Burford Holly, and more now just eleven eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. All at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road. Tune in every Saturday for the Chad Brady Real Estate Show. The real estate show teaching you more about buying, selling, and your biggest asset, your home. Mortgages, insurance, real estate, and finances. Waters International. Saturdays at 2 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Dennis Prager explains the left's thinking on taxes. If it does help the economy to lower the taxes of corporations, which of course it does, it doesn't matter to the left. It's not in the realm of concern. In their realm of concern, their realm of concern is to tax the wealthy, not to achieve prosperity. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11, right before Michael Medved at 2 on 930 AM. The answer. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line This is Michael Medved for Townhall.com. Suburbicon, the prestigious new movie release from director George Clooney, features Matt Damon and Julianne Moore with a screenplay co-written by the Oscar-winning Coen brothers. The film opened with high hopes on more than 2,000 screens across the country, but it proved to be a commercial disaster with just $2.8 million on opening weekend. Even more shocking, Suburbicon got a dismal D-minus grade from CinemaScore. Why the negative response? It's billed as an expose of white privilege, depicting a fictional suburb in 1959 that reacts to its first black family with disgusting violence and bigotry, while highlighting corruption, adultery, and murder by the seemingly bland middle-class family at the center of the dark comedy. Actually, the public is tired of Hollywood plutocrats who look down on the hard-working, decent suburban lives that many citizens live, and loathes the condescending assumption that the American dream has become the American nightmare. I'm Michael Medvey. Take 9.30 a.m. The Answer with you everywhere you go with the 9.30 a.m. The Answer app. Simply go to the App Store on your mobile device, type in 9.30 a.m. The Answer, download the app, and you'll always be in touch. Breaking news, stimulating talk, 9.30 a.m. The Answer.
Welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, your questions at 308-8867. we got Bert on the line. Hey, Bert, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Sound like you guys do good. Uh, you, you piqued my interest with the uh, fertilizer thing. I've known for many years about, uh, what is it, magnesium sulfate, Epsom salts. What, right. uh, what's the ratio uh, for potted plants? I, I, I live in an apartment complex. So I have a balcony. Is it like a cup to a gallon or just a cup? Work it in now or whatever? That's a uh, uh, magnesium sulfate? You mean uh, Epsom salts? Yes, sir. Yeah, what do you use it for? I heard it was good for plants, for certain plants, uh, in uh, as a, uh, a fertilizer, an amendment. Yeah, it's it's mainly good for uh, plants that have a minor element deficiency in uh, magnesium. Um, but one one other, cup per gallon is too much, though. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's why. I, yeah, because it doesn't say on any of the packets what. What the, the use is, it just says whether to take a soak or if you got food grade, has to use as a laxative. So I know too good, too much can work can work bad. <laughs> tablespoon would be yeah. Tablespoon would probably be great. And a gallon right, of water. I, yeah, because I just I mean like I amend my plants pretty regular. I feed them up until now. They're all starting to quit producing, so I'm cutting things back. Well, what what do you what do you do you fertilize them when you do you feed them when you yeah about every two weeks when I water on when I'm like listening to you guys I get my my uh, balcony done and stuff like that and uh, yeah so I, you use, I go out like, use, every two weeks I use a water soluble uh, fertilizer like Miracle Grow or something like that okay that's what I was going to ask did you use Miracle Grow well Miracle Grow has got magnesium in it. And so uh, you basically don't need to add the Epsom salts if you use oh, I got you there. Salt. Well, that's a good thing to know because that way I would have probably killed them if I hadn't called you all up and asked you. Yeah, that's, that's a little too much Epsom salt. It is a salt. <laughs> we would have been reading about, uh, you've heard the opoid uh, <laughs> problem. Yeah, you, Bart, well, Bert, would be, Bert would be doing in his plants with the <laughs> magnesium. <laughs> Yeah, magnesium poid or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, well, that mirror, that miracle grow uh, has minor elements in it, so you don't need to worry about. Epsom. All right, great. That's what I thought it was all a general purpose food. So it is, it is. It's a good one too. Well, I'm gonna save the Epsom salt for my hot soak then. There you go. There you <laughs> go. All right, Jeff. All right, thanks, thanks for, Bert. Thanks for calling in. Bye, Bert. You're welcome. Bye. All right. That'll leave a line open at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. we got a question in uh, from Sister Dale. All right. What is the best way to rid, the best way to get rid of mushrooms? My daughter's pug dog loves to hunt them and eat them. Uh-uh. I know they are harmful. What is it that's hunting them? Mushrooms. What's eating them? The pug dog. One really? Of the, their Boston uh, terrier. Pug. Yeah. Or pug. Um, it's lucky it's alive. Well, that's what I was fixing to say. The, it said... Uh, they might, They must not... Forrest Reifson back said, The mushrooms are growing on organic material that is in the soil, such as wood chips, 
tree roots or other material. Uh, they will continue to grow until that material is completely decomposed. You could easily break them over using a leaf rake or garden rake turned upside down. I would have also added on that that uh, mushroom is one of the most po- poisonous uh, elements in, in the world. Yeah. And uh, if they weren't edible and that dog was eating them, he wouldn't do it but once. Now, yeah, I think... I think they may, maybe he plays in them or rubs in them or something. But I, yeah, I, I think definitely it doesn't. He's well, not we, eating those. We eat mushrooms. Yeah, but uh, but they're the, the right H-E- kind. Yeah, he doesn't go to H E B to play in them. <laughs> but there are there are people that eat wild mushrooms. If they, you pick the right they, ones, they can tell the difference. Yeah, well, maybe the pug can. I guess. There you go. Hey, Greg is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hi, Greg. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on? Thanks. Uh, first, I wanted to thank you, uh, you guys. I've called several times throughout the year, and you guys have been able to give me some really good advice. And so I just want to thank you for that up front. You're welcome. Uh, that, must have been, that must have been when Calvin won here or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, anyway, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. move on. Yeah. There. yeah. Okay. Um, I had a question. I have. I was pulling up my asparagus today. Not my asparagus. My uh, uh, okra today, and I noticed a bunch of nodules on the bottom of that. Does that Uh-oh. mean in the roots? Does that mean they're nematodes? And if so, uh, what exactly. do I need to do? Uh, now, what? So what? Side, is this a big garden or is this just a smaller garden or is this it's a larger garden? I've got a lot okay. of strawberries planted right near there right now. Oh, they're getting nematodes too. Uh, but they're just because they have some nematodes. Did your your okra produced okay this year, didn't it? Yes, it did. It was great. Okay, see. Just because they have nematodes until they the population gets so dense or so thick that uh, they Im- inhibit the uh, root uh, function. E- e- efficiency of the roots. Yeah. The, but uh, you can have a have a light infestation of nematodes and that'll, that'll actually increase your okra production. Uh, it actually stimulates the plant production. I don't know how, but uh, uh, I've been told that. But anyway, uh, if you've got a larger garden, the best thing you can do that for that is plant it in a, in a winter cover crop. Uh, this, this right, you can do it now, or in November, December, and plant that area where the okra was, and probably about uh, three or four feet out from it, because they have a massive root system. And plant that in a winter cover crop, such as a uh, cereal rye or ebon rye. One of the rye, one of the rye grasses, and that that uh, will will tra- it serves as a trap crop. In other words, to trap the nematodes in there when they, when they see the root, and it also serves as a green manure crop, which uh, the fold the the root system of the cereal rye or ebon rye breaks down and uh, releases a, 
I guess an acid that that uh, decreases the nematode population. Now that won't that won't get rid of them. I mean, that what that does is is decrease the population, kind of kind of keep the population of of nematodes uh, in in check. So that that was oh, you said okra, not asparagus, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now, if there's more information on uh, on plantanswers.com that gives you the whole description of how to handle it and uh, work with it uh, during the winter time. Uh, it won't freeze, and uh, you want you want when it gets maybe eight or ten inches tall, you want to shred it off, and I I fertilize mine. So I can get a, a larger root system, and so uh, and then then you 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 uh, dig it up or, pli- or till it up, uh, preferably uh, two weeks to thirty days before you're gonna plant in that area next spring. But like I said, all all this is outlined on. Uh, on an article on on rye, just just go into plantanswers.com and use the first search engine and uh, type it. Type in. I imagine rye would do it or Elbon E L B O N rye would would definitely take you to that article. Okay. Um. Or or nematode. Or nematode. You could type in nematode control. Okay. All right, thanks. So next year, if I do that, I can plant something. If I wanted to plant okra again, I'd be okay? Yes. Well, it'd be better to move it, but uh, nematodes first show up on okra. For some reason, they love, they they really proliferate on okra. But oh. uh, uh, I, if you could, I would move away from that spot and uh, plant something else that doesn't get nematodes in there. Uh, like beans or something like that. Right. Okay. Well, but I, beans will get it. Beans will get nematodes Let's too. Uh, or sweet corn if you grow corn. corn. Yeah. Uh, onions. Um, so and, and maybe the nematode-resistant varieties of tomatoes. Oh, that's right. Could be used. Yeah, that. that's good. Yeah, you probably have plant those tomatoes anyway, so you can just move them over there. That's okay, thank, okay. Thank okay, you very much. Thanks for calling Good in. Good luck to you. Bye bye. All right. Two one zero. Bye bye. Uh, take care, Greg. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We got a question. The pecans are already not. Yeah, pecans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Larry Stein is harvesting his crops of pecans now, and we've had a few winds blow the pecans, some of the pecans out of the trees. And we got this. Uh, we got this question about a month ago, I guess October twelfth, and somebody wrote in, "Why are the outer hulls of yeah. pecans white? The pecan hulls are white." And we sent that to Doctor Lairstein, and he said, "If the shell of the nut is still white." It typically means the nut has not finished filling out, not f- finished filling. As long as the shell is white, 
The nut is still filling and should be left on the tree unless varmints are getting them. When the shucks first open, there is still a bit of white shell at the base of the nut. As the shucks dry and turn brown, the shell of the nut turns brown as well. And that'll depend a lot on your variety, too. Right, absolutely, big time. Because Pawnee, I guess they harvest them in September even, and they, they shouldn't be in that state. Right. But some of the higher quality are much later. I saw there was an article, Jerry, too, about, uh, I was trying to think, was it Weatherford or some some locations in Texas where they, oh, was it in the... Uh, were affected by the hurricane and the moisture, and they, to meet their customer needs, they had to import uh, pecans from uh, other locations. Oh, wow. Yeah, the, just because the, the fields got soggy, they got, the nuts got, uh, weren't in good shape, but they couldn't get in the, get into the fields. There were all kinds of... Where was this? It got too wet? Yeah, over, the, over towards uh, Houston. Oh, where the, yeah. well, the deal came through. And, yeah, uh, see, they're filling out now, so, and some of them are falling now, so that'd be a problem. I hadn't thought about that. Another, another loss to the hurricane. But it, I hate it when my nuts get wet, don't you, man? <laughs> 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. Every, got another question in, every every fall I have caterpillars on my Mexican oak, and this year a live oak. They've stripped the Mexican oak to one-third, to one-half of the tree. Wow. The caterpillars are about three inches long, gray and fuzzy. With what looks like black bead fries. Three inches? Yeah. That's almost... Uh, are these laid laid from a moth? Yes. What kind? They're crawling in the yard, uh, the sidewalk, yeah. porch. I've sprayed three times. The final spray was with Malathion. That's what I would have recommended. Yeah. They gather in large clusters on the branches. Would BT work? Will this eventually kill my tree? Well, if it's a well-established tree, it probably won't kill it. It weakens it after a while. But if you have it like a couple, three years in a row. Yeah. You? Every year seems to be more seems seems to be stripped, more stripped. We live out in the country north of Fredericksburg. Thank you very much for your help. And uh, right, uh, Forrest Rochester back said that. Uh, most likely, she's looking at tent caterpillars or mm-hmm. fall webworms. They're the larvae of a moth. What is uh, what about what is the uh, the worm that's been moving across con- uh, country? I think it would be more likely that than tent. Is it, was that tent, what, what caterpillar was that one? The one that we've been t- talking about the last few weeks. Uh, and waves. Fall, fall webworms, is it? No, that wasn't fall webworms. But it moves across the, the lawn and up the walls. And, yeah. And that, that the old BT was, we determined BT was not an effective strategy because of the mass movement and the fact that they were 
uh, eating the grass leaves along with everything else. Uh, shoot. Forrest indicated that spinosad, another organic pesticide, may work as a contact killer since a BT won't. And you, if you want to keep it organic, spinosad. Help me. You can't remember what that. Can you help me? No. Army? Was it the? Army worm. Okay. Phew. <laughs> Isn't that right? Did yeah. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That sounds more like army worms than tent caterpillars or they're both the tent caterpillars and uh, web worms. They get the moths lay their eggs on their, where they feed, and there's very little migration. But uh, the army worms. I mean, that's that's that whole characteristic of the way the, you described it. That, that sounds exactly like the I'm way... Surpri- I'm surprised the malathion didn't take care of that. Well, I'm think. Yeah, it sounds like they didn't use the malathion until the third. And yeah. how, it depends on how they used it. Well, that's true, too. And how, you know, and when. But, yeah, I'm with you. I, I find malathion to be real effective for those, that yeah. kind of situation. But I, with uh, army worms, it can be Difficult, very difficult to control. Hey, we just have a, a little bit of time left, about three or four minutes, but uh, do you want to tell people again about the event on the... We uh, do. Yeah, the we're talking about the Design Landscape School sponsored by the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas, the San Antonio Water System, and the Trinity Glenrose Underground Water Conservation District. It's going to be on the 11th. The class runs from uh, 8.30 to 1 o'clock. So half a day on that Saturday. To register, you go to the uh, gardenvolunteers.org uh, to their website, and they'll uh, tell, tell you how to how to register. It's thirty dollars per individual, or fifty dollars for two members of the same same household. And you need to. Uh, they're recommending that you uh, register by Wednesday the eighth uh, in the evening. So. Uh, if you're gonna, if you want to get a spot, go ahead and do that. Register, and uh, it's going to be held at the Aldacos up there on Stone Oak. So look up uh, the. It's at uh, 279 Stone Oak, or let's see, let's say that I didn't. Uh, 20079 uh, Stone Oak Parkway uh, up there on Stone Oak Drive. Uh, it's got a nice facility. It'll be a good program. And uh, one of the featured parts is the individual um, co- consultation. Everybody gets uh, 20 minutes designated with a, an expert to talk about their landscape, specifically any issues they may have. So go to the gardeningvolunteers.org and check that out. And that'll be the 11th of October. And we've talked a lot about some upcoming events at Millburgers. Let me suggest, and Jerry talked about the newsletter. Uh, the source for all that is millburgernursery.com. You can learn about the Christmas event that's coming up here. Right. You can learn how to get your newsletter, whether you want it uh, delivered through 
uh, regular mail or whether you would like to have it emailed to you, uh, Millburgers can take. And you can also go on the millburgernursery.com and look at uh, past uh, newsletters as well. They've got them archived as PDFs, so you can look at those as, uh, as well. So it's millburgernursery.com is the place to go uh, for all that uh, that you'll find there. And uh, we want to thank everybody uh, that came out last week. It was a big success with all the, uh, the trick-or-treaters, people taking uh, pictures with the pumpkins, and uh, uh, also a uh, big success for the uh, San Antonio Food Bank. A nice amount of money raised for uh, those through the uh, donations uh, of you and uh, Millburgers, and uh, uh, about 30 pints of blood uh, were given. So we'll see you next week. I'm Milton Glick. This is The Answer. Breaking news. Stimulating talk. This is 930 AM. The Answer. Service of Salem Media Group. KLUP. Terrell Hills. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.